Ahoy, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. My name is Dan. Thank you very much for being there. This is your favourite fact podcast. And, well, it's been a busy, strange 2023 for us around here. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We started it off as a three-piece. Me, Connor, and, well, Mark. Uh, then he went off to go and do other things, make boring podcasts, I think. And then began the worldwide search for a brand new co-host. It took uh, Connor and I over to New York City, where we hung out for a week, made lots of great friends, ate lots of very good food, and had a chat with all sorts of influencers and restaurateurs and very smart people over there. And we finished 2023 having found our brand new co-host, Andrea Celeste. We will hear more from her in just a second. I thought we would take a listen back to some of the very best things that we've done through 2023. This is a show about, like, learning and having fun and expanding our mind and trying to sift through facts that we have normally found in a rush on the internet i'll be honest with you and just deciding whether they are worth remembering or as i say if they should be thrown into the big bin of nonsense so in the best of we will learn all about colors invented for disneyland also how many spins of the head it would take for the whole thing to pop right off Uh, let's jump into it by remembering our dear fallen comrade mark ah just a second that's all he needs uh, yeah, he did bring some good facts to the show. He was always fastidious in his research, and ever since that, it's gone a bit down the pan in that regard, I'll be honest with you. But he finished up with a very good fact at the start of the year. Cunadismo is a Spanish word which means to speak with total confidence about a subject you know nothing about. What, what, what's that called? Cunadismo. I think I do that a lot. It literally translates to brother-in-lawism. Okay, I th- I think Such I suffer from that. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy this. I think slightly. I think no. What? Right. Here's my issue. It also probably sounds a lot more Spanish when I'm not saying it. Cunadismo. I think what? Cunadismo. I'm perfectly fine to admit when I'm wrong. Right. So you know, I'm fine with that. Have you never been wrong? Because I've never seen this. Well, no. What I do, I think, is it depends who I'm with. If I say something, maybe I'm putting it out there and someone, you know, is with someone who wants to argue back with me, yeah. then I'm in. I'm, I'm digging myself down. I'm digging myself into this trench. And I know that I know nothing about it. Yeah, I'm just making mm. up shit. If you say it with enough confidence. And I, I have the confidence. I don't, I don't know. That's you. To speak with total confidence about a subject you know nothing about. I, I really enjoy in foreign languages when there are those words for things 
mm. that in British and English, we have a lot to just, you know, there's the, you have to use a lot of words, a paragraph to describe. I would really, really like it, a word for the disappointment it, that comes when you go to the toilet, but no poo is there. Oh, I know what you mean. Or, and I'm sorry to get uh, scatological again, or a word for that overwhelming joy of when you actually do poo, and it's a brilliant poo. Connor, you must have that. You know, you know when you, you get a bit high, when it's like there's such joy yeah. for it. What There should be a word for that, incredible. Right? Yeah. Mm. Are you sure you get wow. going? You don't want to stay? You know what? This this is the stuff I will miss the most. This is where the content's led Seeing us you sit there trying to combine a poo with an orgasm for words purposes. You sure you, you want to go? Right, it's tempting to stay. Mm. I don't know. Have you got any feelings that you would like to describe in some strange Scandinavian word? When's it got to be Scandinavian? Because, I mean, that's Spanish. But normally they're Scandinavian. Like, Hugo. Uh, German has a lot of weird words like that as well. I think we've had one before where there's like a word for Tinder years old, which basically means you're the generation that uses dating apps. All right. Thank you very much to Mark. I feel I feel I need to say this. I feel I need to be nice to him, at least to finish 2023. Goodwill to all humans, stuff like that. Thank you for that fact, Mark. Uh, we are cracking through, listening to some of the very best facts of 2023 on Baffled. Uh, let's check out what happened when we went over to New York City and had a chat with a dude, a mensch, someone who we now love. We are very good friends across the pond. We're always DMing each other on Instagram. Brandon Fay owns restaurants in New York City, was on Shark Tank and brought some incredible facts to the podcast. Uh, Brandon, you've brought some facts, auditioning to be our co-host. Hey now. Okay, Brr, drum roll. Brr. Audrey Munson, ladies and gentlemen, Audrey Munson. So Audrey Munson, and there's a couple of cool things about her. Um, she was considered to be one of the first supermodels ever. So when I think of like in my head who supermodels are, which is also really interesting is like when you Google photos of her, it also shows like what the world and people used to look like back then. Audrey Munson was born in the late 1800s. Um, it was said that she was walking around Fifth Avenue in New York City, right? In the early 1900s. Um, she had to be around 13, 14, 15 years old. And Audrey Munson was spotted by a photographer, uh, artist who said, ah, I want to use you as my muse. Yeah. Next thing you know, you can go around Manhattan, check out some sculptures, all those gilded like old sculptures. Stunning. She's like a dozen of them. But then on top of that, hundreds and hundreds of people or hundreds of photos who used her, you know, in the early 1900s. The next interesting fact about this young lady is talk about, as we know at game shows today. Yeah. She took out an article in the newspaper and said, be my next husband. And win like 10 cents or something, right? Wow. Crazy. Wow, great. But this is where the story literally delves and gets even more interesting. And here's the article, Buffalo Times. Model tells how she found the perfect husband and was going to, you know, pay for it. Yeah. He doesn't show up. Right. He doesn't show up for this port. Here's a girl who, a young lady who essentially had everything. Everything. Right? She was the first supermodel. I think she was also named Miss Manhattan. She was considered uh the Miss Venus of the United States. I mean, she was like the crown jewel. This guy doesn't show up. Sadly, where the story takes a sad turn is her mom, she had severe problems and issues of like, you know, mental issues after that because she was so like Why baffled. Does he not, why did he not yeah, show yeah. up? Why does he not want me? Her mom, and now things might be different now, put her in an institution. Wow. And 
she passed away in 1994, which I think is another interesting fact. The fact that we're talking about someone from the early 1900s was born in the 1800s and she was, never, she was around not too long ago, and she, but wow. sadly lived out her days in an institution and an asylum. And hugely wow. known for being jilted, mm. right? The, right, the, the, the first supermodel, and then thinking of the first, like how brilliant must have she been? Back then to say, let me take out an ad to find the perfect husband. I mean, who would have thought of that? Do you know what I, I, my mind's going with this? I'm like, I'm absolutely loving the fact that that guy, nobody may, like nobody knows who he is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and there's probably, wow. there's wow. probably, there's probably somebody like, you know, just walking the streets and that could have been their great, great grandfather. Yeah. Right? And like, they have absolutely no idea that he could have been married or, you know, whatever with, with, with Audrey Munson and yeah, how his life could have been different. That's interesting because so I didn't think about Googling him, yeah. Was she super famous in New York or across America or was she in New York big famous? I mean, I think you have to say across America. Here, here's a young lady like, you know, New York is the New York and she's most of statues. So if you're coming to visit and you see these statues at Central Park or Columbus yeah. Circle, these are some of the most famous statues, you know, considered in the world. And she was named Miss Manhattan. That's a big name. To, big well, I've, uh, to carry. I've just had a swift Google of her as well. She's a very beautiful woman as well, isn't she? You know, very attractive and, you know, got the attributes of what you think a supermodel would have in the late 1800s. Right. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But there we go. You learn something new every day. Supermodels existed in the late 1800s. Great. And she was a queen of nicknames, by the way. So Miss Manhattan, she was known as, she was known as the Panama Pacific girl, Ooh. the exposition girl, my favorite, Ooh. my favorite American Venus. That's there Brandon, without being too, you know, rude and crude, exposition girl, where does your head go? When you think of that? Oh, immediately I think she liked pizza. Great. Yes. <laughs> Keep it clean, gentlemen. Keep it clean. Oh. Why where did your mind go? <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. By the way, is it safe to say that Orgy Munson created the first Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> yes. She did. But the problem is he swiped left or whatever the other one well, is. Like, yeah, the, problem, yeah, yeah. the problem was he swiped right and then stood her up. Yeah. You're better off not swiping at all. I'd super like. I'd super like Audrey. Did you guys ever use Tinder? No, I've yeah. been with my partner for so long. So long. 13 years he's been with his partner. That, that was a sound of excitement, correct? Yeah. Okay, because you still so have to go home. Long. A lot of it. A lot of it, yeah. Put, uh, put the noose away. Okay. I bet you're, if you've ever been on Tinder, Brandon, I think no. your Tinder game, I imagine your Tinder game would be quite strong. Having seen some of the emails that like we have corresponded with. Yeah. You know, I... I mean, I always thought about putting up a fake Tinder account, but if I did that right now, um, I'd have to use a super, 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 super old photo or a photo of you. That's my profile. Yeah, and it would do exactly. terribly. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd walk in the, they'd walk in the bar and be like, oh my God, not all, wait a minute. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Uh, well, don't ask me how they found this out and do not ask me if they tested it because I can't tell you the answer. But scientists have told us that apparently it takes three full rotations of a head to fully take it off the human body. How would they know that, though? Because it's not like it's a bottle top. It's not mm. like the head is screwed on like the screw cap on the top of a beer or something. Well, I wasn't really able to find out too much about that in terms of research because it is such a, you know, yes, it's quite a wild thing to, to kind of know about. But I was trying to think about what I think makes sense. And maybe they understand 
the rotation it would take to first off break the neck bone. So maybe they know what it would take to fully snap the neck bone completely. And then they also might then know how long it would take to like, you know, twist skin and tear it. Maybe they're able to know what that is. And they maybe combined it to go, well, that's really all that maybe the neck is, is skin, bone, a few like ligaments and things. They're thinking, oh, three rotations and it's clean off. Well, they might have tried it. A lot of people donate their body for medical science. Maybe this was an experiment. Oh, because come it, on. No one is donating their granddad to have their head twisted off. No, but it's not like they donate it. You can sign up yourself. You, you can hey. say that you want your body given to medical science. Yeah, you know, I really would love when I pass away to uh, to use my body for research. I think it'd be important, you know, use my organs, blah, blah, blah. But specifically... I would love for them to know just how many times it would take to twist the head for it to fall off the body. That is what I would like. I'd like you to do that for me. I think mine and your heads would probably take more than three because we've both got quite big old bonces over here, haven't we? Large, large lugs. Oh, mate, they would have like the scientific answer for how many twists it would take for the head to fall off. They'd have my head with them for literally half a day and be like, Christ alive. Uh, to twist uh, this hundred times. Knackered. This, old, this big old satellite dish ain't moving for no man. They'd have to pass it round like they do a jar of pickles or something. Can you give this a go? And they're t- oh. tapping your head, tapping your head on the counter, trying to loosen it up. Jar of, jar of pickles is such a ridiculous comparison, but yeah, makes perfect sense. Someone come have a twist on this geezer's body. Oh. ain't moving nowhere. Christ. You, you get called in by your mum, the mum surgeon. You, young lad, come on in here. What are you doing? <laughs> She's got your shoulders under her armpit, desperately yanking your head around. The thing is, is you've got a lot going on in your neck. It's not just a bone. You've got muscles. You've got nerves. So for them to actually test this out, surely they could only properly do it with a skeleton because they're snapping all of that, even with a dead body. I'm just throwing this out there. Obviously, I'm asking the question. You might know the answer to it. But isn't the neck bone one of the strongest bones in the body? (laughs) I don't know. Like, we've... I said this a few times on the on the podcast that I'm probably more interested in like strange science than you are. Uh, but it is funny sometimes that you just lump anything at me. Oh, you'll know this one. Well, you'll probably know. Yeah. That neck bone, I think, I think yeah, s- it's the strongest one I in the body, sometimes, isn't it? I think sometimes, I think sometimes, and I probably do owe you an apology for it, I'll throw out those questions thinking that Mark is still here because Mark had this way about him, didn't he, our previous co-host, where he would just give you the answer and it would be so believable that he knows his that you'd be like, oh, all right, well, Mark knows. Spoiler. I don't think he ever knew his stuff. I just think he said it with such authority that you kind of believed it. Yeah, he said it with authority. He was twiddling the pen. He had had a little tap away on Google and he thought, yeah, he knows his shit. When actually, he probably didn't. When all you're doing there, when you're saying, oh, Dan knows this. Oh, you, oh, the neck bone, strongest bone in the body, isn't it? And it just makes me look yeah. like a mug. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, with anything that you create when it comes to entertainment, such as jackass, they'll come up with a great big thing on the screen, be like, please don't try this at home. Uh, Producer Adam, if you'd like to just drop that in the edit right here, that'd be great. Please don't try this at home. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. And just an update. Adam produced the show, I mean, in the loosest possible sense of the term. He presses the record button, wanders off, has a coffee, comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, literally pushes the record button and goes, well, I'm I'm off, lads, so uh, let us know when this is wrapped up. Cheers. Yeah, he's been away for a little bit. So if you've noticed in the last few episodes, we were having a little dig every now and then. It's because we wanted to see if he was being aware and listening. And the first thing he said to me when I got in today... I mentioned something and he said, oh, is that all, that's all I'm good for. That's what you said the other day, isn't it? That's all I'm good for. So he is listening. So that's something. 
Hey, it's not all you're good for, Adam. I'll tell you what else you're good for as well, mate. Trying to, like, defeat lactose intolerant by eating loads of dairy. Anyway, on we go. Again, into another podcast. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Disney had to secretly invent two colors. They've hired, they've hid two colors, go away green and blending blue. They are used uh, to paint quite a lot to hide your eyes from construction work that might be going on. So they are particularly designed by the Disney Imagineers to be almost the most boring colors ever. So you don't focus on them. So your eyes completely ignore them. So you're not looking at when they're, you know, having to rebuild a roller coaster or when you're looking at something they've made look like a rainforest and there are odd eyesores there, they paint them completely so you don't notice what you're seeing. I've just had a little look at the uh, the go away green. It is very much just not attractive to the eye. It just kind of sits there. It, it doesn't really. Although the blending blue looks like a bloody nice sky. I tell you. If you're laying in Spain, little pina colada in your hand, you're looking at yeah. blending blue. <laughs> Yeah, but th- th- well, that's why it's blending blue, isn't it? It's, it's it's not go away green, as what you've said, very unattractive to look at. But blending blue, it's nice, but it, you know, you don't need to stare at it. It's just there. It's like Ooh. the sky all around you. It's used to erase backstage building and camouflage parks of the park. Yeah, and also as well, um, if you would like an example of where they've used blending blue, apparently in the Sleeping Beauty Castle, uh, blending blue has been used in certain areas, supposedly. Hey, and that's what I do like about Disney. I've been watching a series on Disney Plus about behind the stage, the behind the scenes secrets of Disney parks. Ah, yeah, what well, the Pixar one? Yeah, all of them. I've been watching all of those. Can't can't get enough of it. And uh, because they're really funny as well, you think it's just going to be an absolute puff piece for Disney, and it is. But they're also really, really funny. And just the amount of thought that has to go into it, and Walt Disney back in the day when something needed to be done and it didn't exist, very simply, he would make it. Yeah, get it done, job done. I think that's what we need to start doing. I think that we need to start taking that approach. Just make. What do you mean? Well, that, yeah, well, we've been doing that for three years. Hello to this podcast. Yeah, but look, 
We're trying to get number one, aren't we, in the charts? Let's just make our own chart. Right, right now? Yeah. Can we get that knocked up? Well, this very specifically is not a Comedy Fact podcast chart. And, you know, we as a podcast, we dive into those terms very loosely because sometimes it's not funny and sometimes it's not even full of facts. But, you know, we're top of that. Exactly. Comedy Fact podcast chart created by Dan Connor and producer Adam. We're number one. Cheers. And the painters of Brilliant Blue, uh, uh, Blending Blue, they made it in, I think... Well, that's a good uh, name. Brilliant blue. Thing. brilliant blue. Brilliant sure, blue. I'm sure there is a brilliant blue. Uh, they they made it to match the sky in California, so they sent it over to Florida, but the landscape was completely different, so it stuck out against the blue sky. So that's another fact for you. The sky doesn't look blue in the same place all around the world. Wild. There you go. It's what we do. We give you a, we give you a double facts when it comes to colours. We're like that. And we're finished off through 2023, finally finding our brand new co-host, Andrea Celeste, who is always very good because she's American with an American fact. There are more dogs than children in San Francisco. According to the American Community Survey in 2016, there were about 115,000 children under 18 living in the city and 120,000 to 150,000 dogs. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. It's silly though, isn't it? No, but you know why it is? You know why this is, don't you? Full of tech bros. It's the fashion thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's fashionable to have a dog now. Is it ever been well, no, also, I think it's, I think San Francisco is very full of tech people and like, they're kind of like young and. Yeah. Single people lads, also women. aren't really, like, I feel like people are less likely to have kids younger. Yeah. Like, you'd move away, right? If, if you like have a family in the big city of San Francisco, surely you would kind of move to the, no. move to the burbs. Bring you'd move across the, the bay. I'd bring a kid up in the city. I think a city kid is a good kid. What, did you grow up in a city? No, it was a oh, city. Oh, you were Anaheim, weren't you? Yeah, that's like suburbs. Yeah. Proper mm. suburbs. Connor and I weren't either. Oh, I'm, I'm a bit of a city boy. Where did you grow up? Essex. It's a bit of a city, you know, city boy. Chelmsford. Out and about. Yeah, Brentwood, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chelmsford's a city. That was my local. Go down the Odeon. Cinema. Heard of the Odeon? Yeah. Great cinema. Wasn't a city at the time. Hmm? <laughs> Wasn't a city at the time. No, but you know I'm a city boy. What makes about. you a city boy? Just on the streets and that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you wear that out? Because you have to keep that. Yeah. On the streets. Profile. Yeah. Hanging around the McDonald's and stuff. I was a city boy. What was the last like cool city boy thing you did? <sighs> I quite. I think it's quite cool when you like walk along with Starbucks. It's a pretty city boy, isn't it? When you walk around with the Starbucks, yeah, it's a very LA thing. Like you know, Starbucks becomes a fashion trend in the city. If you're holding a Starbucks, you're instantly cooler. You know how those people in towns never ever walk around with Starbucks at all? No. It's like Such a, an American alien. thing. Every time you go to New York, I guarantee you, most of the men and the women walking around there have got a Starbucks just for Instagram. Come on. They've got these great big fucking cars. I'll tell you something. And they're standing, aren't they, like this outside the shops, tell posing you. with their flat whites. You're like, come on. Here's the thing. I do that. As in, as in, as in, not not during winter, but during summer. I really liked on Instagram seeing people that I kind of follow and like YouTubers and stuff, like wandering around with like massive icy drinks. And I thought that that looks a bit of me. That I, I like, I could see myself like that. So I do it. Do you get like the the pink drink with like the strawberries? Oh, well, I'm like, I've got a problem, and, and it's the, the the ratio of price to the amount of time you spend drinking them is not on for me. Like I'm like I was in New York, and you're paying like eight dollars for one of those like iced tea lemonade things, and they're gone in two minutes. It's just not worth it. It's like producer Adam as well that we went with. So producer Adam who looks after the show, he's lactose. 
So you didn't have any milk or cream when we were there. I'll tell you what happened, Andrea. Everything you ordered, I'll have double whipped cream on that. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have two <laughs> lots of milk, chuck it all in. And then, I don't want to be too crass, but he worried, he wondered the whole time why his stomach was in bits. <laughs> Every toilet, look, I don't want to be too crass. Every toilet we had to stop off for him. And he, I don't know why this is. Yeah, <laughs> double cream on that for me, love. <laughs> right, anyway, this is disgusting. All right, let's close this one out. For the year then thank you very much for listening to us over the last 12 months we will be back with even more podcasts every single week uh, facts that we uh, manage to dig up from some strange nook of the internet you never want to look at our internet history seriously the depths that we have to dive to find these shows does take us to some uh, bizarre places that I can't really talk more about for legal reasons. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Bafflepod.com is where you need to go if you would like to get in touch with facts or if you'd like to get merch. Uh, we make a joke, but there is actually some good stuff on there. Bafflepod.com and make sure you follow our socials. And uh, Connor, Andrea and I will be back uh, in a little while to bring you more facts through 2024. I'll see you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.